The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof. All right, no secondary wolf there, but uh, yeah, welcome back to Far. Well, there it is. Welcome back to Far Lands of Bust, episode five hundred forty-four of the series. This one being recorded on Christmas Day. The things I do for you guys in order to get an episode out. Recorded on Christmas Day, but uh, publishing on Saturday, December twenty-sixth. 2015, as we continue on to the Far Lands and continue raising money for Child's Play charity. Oh, Kurt, J-Mac, you might be asking, and or starting to break into song, I suppose, is one way to start a song. Uh, oh, Kurt, J-Mac, how come in the last episode, episode 543, that comes before 544, you said that we had only raised $13,000, but by the time that episode had gone up, we had reached the $15,000 mini-goal. The Kurt J. Tat initiative had been reached before that episode went live on Thursday. But uh, these episodes are recorded a day ahead of time. A little bit, I suppose, one of the first times we've actually felt some sort of uh, lacking, <laughs> thanks to the fact that I'm now recording these episodes a day ahead of time. I used to record them the day of, but... Uh, it became very difficult to do that and render and upload and uh, pretty much lose an entire day of other video making and, and working uh, to, to getting up a Far Lands of Bust episode. So we're doing it a day, a day, early, a day early, uh, but because of that, uh, we, we miss some timely things like that. But I can uh, very happily say that, yes, indeed, we reached the $15,000. Like I said, if we raise 25% to our $60,000 goal... Before the end of 2015, I would say that in 2016, I will get a Minecraft tattoo. The first tattoo. The first Kurt J tattoo. <laughs> and you guys did that. I don't know why I'm so surprised. I got, I, you know, I was going back and forth in my head. I'm like, you know what? 25% is a nice round number. $15,000. It was like 4000 away from where we were at. We just had two weeks. It's kind of late notice. But I don't know why I'm surprised. I was surprised the very first fundraiser where I hey. said, let's do... Oh, Wolfie, why do you keep getting in the boat? No, no, no. Oh, gosh. That's a new problem. <laughs> Wolfie keeps spawning under the boat. It used to be he'd spawn in front of the boat and I'd take damage, but now he's spawning under the boat. Perhaps something to do with the block offset or something. But anyway, I digress, and I'm now two hearts down. We did! We raised $15,000, but yeah, I was saying, when we when we started the Child's Play Charity Fundraiser, I'm like, mm, let's, you know, I only have, you know, X number of subscribers, about whatever it was, four or 5,000 at the time, I, I don't even remember, to be honest with you. Let's just start with $820. It's It means something, because it's 820 hours to the Far Lands, if it's a super flat world, theoretically. And uh, let's do $820, and then five days later... <laughs> oh, perhaps I should have made it a bigger number. Uh, I'm starting to think that now. Perhaps I should have gone for the the 20000 The 20000 for... Uh, that would be 33% of the way to our $60,000 goal. We still have a week left. 
I'm trying to think if there is any like additional uh, incentive I could give to, to keep on giving, and people do keep on giving because we're actually we're beyond fifteen thousand now. We're at fifteen thousand eight hundred twenty-seven dollars and zero cents. So that's twenty-six percent. We're at twenty-six percent. That would be it. Would be amazing. It would be amazing if we could reach twenty thousand dollars before the end of the year. I don't. I, I should have maybe asked Twitter or comments or something like that, but I don't have any like additional incentive for that, other than that you're helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world through Child's Play Charity at childsplaycharity.org, and well, actually, farlandsabus.com is where you donate, and then that tally goes to the Farlands Bus fundraiser. But childsplaycharity.org is where you can is where you can uh, garner all of the information you need about the charity itself. But yeah, thank you everybody who donated. It was it was fast and furious, was it not? That we raised the goal. So the Kurt J. Tat initiative has been achieved. So look forward to that. Like I said, in 2016. Still, you know, it's still up in the air about which what it's gonna be, where it's gonna go. But uh, it's definitely gonna happen. You guys have like I mentioned in the last episode, convinced me. It has been convinced in me to do such things as these. And I want to specially thank Richard. Richard, who gave an extremely substantial amount to get us suddenly over that goal. I do appreciate it, Richard, very much. Also, my... if I, if I can... Thank him for another thing. Again, sticking with the theme of making sure generosity and assistance and support is does not go unthanked. Uh, my top patron of all time, Richard. So helps out both uh, the content getting to you, and also helps out uh, the uh, the child's play charity even more so at farlandsandbus.com. So yeah, thank you, Richard, and everybody. All the donations. I literally have a scrolling text page here of all your questions from the donations that I need to get to. So we're set. We're set for content, uh, but that doesn't mean stop donating. Like I said, it'd be really cool. Uh, we don't have that many episodes left, like two episodes before the end of the year, but uh, go to uh, farlinesbus.com, donate, maybe in the comment box of your donation, leave a suggestion as to what I could do for for twenty thousand, or or maybe it'll just be a a sentimental goal. There is no there is no reason, just other than to uh, to help Child's Play charity uh, do what they do do. So yeah, amazing stuff that caught me by surprise. That did cut, catch me by surprise, but uh, like I said, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Of course, then there are those times where I overestimate and I set the goal for the season to be $100,000. Uh, that uh, was a little bit of a, a pendulum swing in the other direction. Uh, that was season three? Yeah, that was season three, wasn't it? So, it's I, I've yet to find the sweet spot, but it's all sweet. It's all sweet. Y'all's be sweet. Y'all's... You sweeten the deal. I needed some uh, wood, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Good thing I'm in the middle of a forest here, said everybody who ever said played Minecraft, because that's literally the entire world is a forest. But uh, yeah, continuing on then. Oh, I also have some other numbers to update you on. Just before I started recording this, I saw that the world save file is 19,956 megabytes. So I'm fairly certain by the end of this episode, we will have surpassed... 
the 20,000 megabyte size. Getting up and into the 20 gigabyte file size for this single Minecraft world, single player world. Simply walking in one direction continually for the past four and a half plus years. That's all it takes to get 20 gigabytes. That's fun to back up every day before I record an episode, I gotta tell you that much. Woo! Um, so yeah, that's cool. That is very cool. So we'll we'll give an update before the start of the next episode when I check that again, but I'm pretty sure we'll be over the 20 gigabyte file size. I'm pretty sure each episode, walk in three days, gains more than 100 megabytes uh, each episode, I'm pretty sure. So that's, that's my uh, estimation. And yeah, cool stuff. Cool stuff indeed. I did get also a message, speaking of Child's Play charity, we can further encourage positive thoughts about Child's Play charity and, and the, the fundraiser we're supporting. Spooner79, with their donation, thank you very much for the donation, says, I am a nurse in a children's hospital that is supported by Child's Play. I work in the neonatal ICU. Although my patients aren't able to play with toys, games provided by Child's Play, these items are often a benefit to their siblings and provide a bit of normalcy in a stressful time. Hope 2016 brings you much happiness. Right back at you, Spooner79. Thank you for the, the fine work that you do and sharing your experience with Child's Play Charity as someone who works in a hospital. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of stories just like that and from people and from parents and, and uh, patients and stuff on the Child's Play Charity website. Testimonials, if you will. Those are called testimonials. Uh, so yeah, cool cool stuff indeed. And, and I do appreciate, like I said, every single donation. Uh, we'll try to get through a few more questions here today. I hope everybody, uh, if you do do things for Christmas, had a good Christmas. Like I said, I'm... I'm recording an episode of Far Lines of Bust on Christmas. So how much better could you possibly get? Uh, I could get a little better, but... <laughs> uh, it's not bad. It's not bad indeed. Alright, so the sun is setting. Let's uh, set up camp over by this tree. Maybe I'll chop down the tree, because I could use a little bit more in the resource department. Make an elevated hidey hole. And then we'll answer some of these donor questions. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any crazy SpaceX news or uh, uh, anything uh, to distract ourselves away from all these questions because they are going to start piling up if I'm not careful. So we'll just jump right into them in the morning after I stall a bit to make sure I can make this elevated hidey hole to sleep. Am I right or am I right? Right, right, right. And uh, squids trying to escape this. And a Christmas. Hey, that actually works better. <laughs> and a Christmas. <laughs> uh, Christmasness. So yeah, let's get to these questions. Speaking of the Kurt J. Tat initiative, Wolfie, Wolfie wants to know something about that too. But, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Wolfie, Wolfie, Wolfie. All right. Pricks, prick, 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 what? 
Wait, what happened to the boat? Oh, it's over here. P-R-I-K-K-X-3. Prickx? Prickx3? From Norway? What, if anything, would make you regret having a Minecraft tattoo when you're sitting in a wheelchair in a retirement home in, like, 50 years? Well, hey now. <laughs> you're just giving me 50 years? And uh, why am I in a wheelchair? And why why am I in a retirement home? Why have I retired? <laughs> um, I'm, I'll still be walking to the far land. No, no. Uh, that's like 20-ish years. Uh, I don't think anything. That's generally like one of the first rebuttals of getting tattooed or tattoos at all. Is that, oh, you're going to look weird when you're old and wrinkly. I don't think so. Have you seen pictures of like old people? With tattoos? They look pretty badass. They look like cool old sailors and and, and, and cool people. <laughs> like, I see no negative from that at all. You're gonna get wrinkly anyway. You might as well have cool tattoos on those wrinkles. Am I right or am I right? So I don't, I don't find that to be a detriment at all. I mean, they're... yeah. I'm not gonna, like, cover my... I'm not gonna get, a, like, full body tattoos or... Uh, or anything like that that covers my face or anything like that. Uh, but I think tattoos look cool. <laughs> don't, don't you think tattoos look cool on, on anybody, really? So, yeah, that uh, I I I doth don't believe that that uh, Miss uh, Miss Nomer is that the word I'm looking for? That uh, misconception that tattoos will suddenly look weird on on an old person. And if anything, it reminds you of oh. The things you used to do in your youth, or whatever, and, uh... You know, it's... it's like, uh... Whatever. It's, uh... It, it's, it's hard to, uh, describe. I suppose, but it's... You know, why... I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, like, trying to, like, put, put feelings into words, and that is not a skill that I possess, but... I think I'm, I'd look badass. And I don't think that, like, Minecraft is going to be the only tattoo I w would want to get. So, uh, that'll that'll make me look back and remind. Oh, yeah. Remember the time I played video games on the internet for a job <laughs> for however many years, hopefully, it lasts looking back at that? I, you know, look at, you know, maybe that will be far more of a common thing. Maybe there will be some sort of university that has a, a college of YouTubing game content making or something like that. Well, see, I got this tattoo because I was one of the first, part of the first wave of Minecraft YouTube Let's Players. What's YouTube, Grandpa? Ah, I'm a grandpa? <laughs> that's that's more scary than these tattoos I have all over my wrinkly skin. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. But, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, yeah, there, I, I, I find no negatives from that. But thank you for the donation and the question there, prickx663. Phil, it's plain old Phil, asks, If money was no option, what is the first thing you would buy and not to pay off any debt or to donate anything to? And then uh, along a similar vein, <laughs> I suppose you could say, Powers2440 asks, How is the 240Z search going? 240Z or bust. Well, now wait a minute. Your oh okay. Your 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 name is Powers two four four zero. So not two forty. I thought maybe like he had a 
or they had a 240 or something like that. All right, I need to get to a place where Wolfie can spawn, actually, because that is a that is a mighty large glacier we just crossed across. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, if money was no option, probably a cool car, probably a cool car, uh, an old 240Z. Maybe, maybe not. I yes, I've been, I've been. Uh, it is kind of the fault of Forza a little bit for entering that into my mind. I got the uh, the Nissan, the Fair Lady Z, in in Forza. I'm like, these are pretty cool looking cars. I've seen them around and stuff like that. I got that early sports car vibe, similar to the the old. Uh, Porsche 944s and and other uh, you know or even with the big long hoods and kind of the the, the shooting brake looking hatchback almost Jaguar-ish as well but I saw that and then of course our good friend Cone Dodger starts sending me a bunch of Craigslist search results and he's all like ooh there's a bunch there's a bunch of good ones in Arizona because apparently the apparently it, it does seem it does seem like an old Datsun. 240. I, I, I've, I've come to the preference of liking the uh, 1978 and, and before. They still had that kind of gentle swoop in the, the rear uh, side window. Uh, after that, they kind of started to get a little bit more 80s and a little bit more square angles. Uh, but I like, yeah, the, 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 the 240, 260, or 280s uh, before 1978 are really cool. They're, they're very apparently, from what I'm told, mechanically sound. Uh, they they typically don't have any you know like some cars have specific problems that crop up after a while like the Porsches and and stuff like that have different uh, engine problems or whatever or transmission or whatever uh, these in particular don't seem to uh, their only problem is the rust they they have very rust prone and uh, many of them don't exist anymore because they have returned to the earth. But here in Arizona, what with the lack of rain and, and complete lack of snow and salt and stuff, there, there seems to be quite a few that exist. And they seem to be moderately uh, affordable. And it does seem, because of the, the perhaps reliability of their mechanics, would be a good first fun car, classic car, if you will, uh, as opposed to you can get into some sketchy situations with the older American cars. Uh, a lot of them have had, obviously, engine swaps and things, but, uh, well, a lot of the Datsuns have as well, but, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it seems like it would be a good car. Uh, I do, you know, how's the, uh, 240Z search going? I'm not actively searching, I'm just trolling Craigslist every once in a while to see what has cropped up, and, oh, that one's still there, and, oh, that one has dropped in price, so just kind of fielding, uh, the field, I guess. Fielding the field, searching the field just to see what's up. But, uh, I mean, first and foremost, I would have to learn how to drive one, i.e. a manual transmission. There are a few with automatic transmissions, although I think that's not natural, is it? That That's just not natural. That that might have been, like, those might have been, like, swapped out for, like, an automatic transmission. But I'm pretty sure that would be uh, not ideal, I don't think. So I, I first would have to do that. Um... But it's also, I was watching one of, uh, just in general, this is kind of a general thing, I was watching one of Ko's stream of days where he uh, was talking about, like, old consoles. He'd recently picked up a, a CRT uh, monitor, 
monitor, like a professional monitor uh, that uh, is used professionally to play these old uh, consoles on because they don't quite look right on, on LCDs and stuff. But, uh, you know, he was talking about when he went to buy it from the guy, he, like, didn't want to say too much because he thinks he knows, like, stuff, like, a lot of stuff about the history of that and games and, and how the, these, you know, the RGB and the, the signals and stuff work, but he doesn't want to say anything to make himself sound like he's not as knowledgeable as this guy. And I kind of would feel the same way buying an old car. <laughs> like, I'd be like, these cars are neat. <laughs> like, that's the vast majority of the technological know-how I would be able to share with somebody. And uh, that would either make me ripe for being taken advantage of, or they'd be like, maybe I don't want to sell you my car because you don't know what the hell you're doing, son. So I need to learn a little bit more. I need to do my research, and maybe I won't. Maybe I won't end up with a 240Z or something. Uh, maybe, like I said, maybe it would be easier to find something more more modern, quote-unquote, fun car, just to have fun with, and then sort of slowly ease my way into an older car and the the skills necessary to uh, maintain one of those. But yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. It's out there. I'm not looking for any show car or anything. There are quite a few, like, that have been converted to race cars or have, like, small block V8s dropped into them, and I'm like, no, no, I, I don't want anything crazy. I don't need to be fast. I just... I don't need to be fast. I just need to be cool. I just want something to drive around in. <laughs> that would be neat to drive around And That's the other thing. I, I don't think I would... Yeah, I'm not sure I'd have to decide if I would get... Because if you get antique plates or historic vehicle plates, then your insurance is really low, but the insurance only covers you if you're traveling to or from a car show. Make sure you're aware of that. Uh, and I'm not I'm like, well, I would like to. That would be kind of cool to drive this thing to the grocery store if I wanted to, or or this, that, or the other, or drive it up one of the, you know, South Mountain or whatever. That'd be fun. So, yeah, I, I don't even know the first thing about what I would do with that or all that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's it's still out there. It's still a thought. But right now, I've, I've got to think about what and where and how and, and what to, to d get this uh, Kurt J. Tat. This, this tattoo that y'all have convinced me to get by raising the amount for Child's Play Charity. See? That's another problem. Like, looking at the grass block? Well, maybe there aren't. Like, all the different colors? I'm assuming tattoos are priced based on the amount of different inks that would be required. I'm not sure. I suppose I have to find and then consult with a tattoo artist to see, like, uh, all these different shades of brown and green? Is, is that gonna be a problem? Or <laughs> what's, what's the deal here? So who knows? We'll look into that in the coming year. Coming months, even, more specifically. But let's go to sleep and continue here in the morning. <laughs> And awakeness. And awakeness indeed. Right, Wolfie? Yep. Yep, there it is. There it is. Robin from Sweden asks if I had. Hey there, creeper. If I had they there, creeper. If I had 24 hours to spend in Phoenix. <laughs> Get out of here, I'm getting followed by a creeper. Uh, coming from Sweden, obviously, apparently. 
What would you recommend me to do or see? Well, I would probably recommend you get out of Phoenix. I mean, it is... There's like restaurants and got a pretty good zoo. But you can do that anywhere. I would recommend, you know, maybe, okay, maybe maybe drive up to the top of, of South Mountain. It's an interesting drive. Uh, or I would drive a little bit further east. There's good uh, state parks and, you know, mountains and what are those called? Recreation areas. Um, yeah, but that's simply because, as I've mentioned time and time again, I am more of a traveler that likes the natural stuff, landscapes and, and hiking and stuff. Like when I went to Oregon, uh, yeah, I, I went to Portland for just a little bit, but like really just like half a day the rest of the time I, I went out to the coast and did all the up and down the coast, all the parks there and yeah. hiking there. And then I went to the east to the uh, to the to the gorge and, and did uh, hiking around there and saw the waterfalls and the did the whitewater rafting. So yeah, cities themselves are not my particular choice of travel um, agenda. So yeah, I would recommend getting out of Phoenix. I mean, even like going up to, that's a couple hour drive up to Sedona. I mean, I suppose really, if you're like in in Arizona, it, you would need more than 24 hours to, to drive up to the Grand Canyon. I mean, obviously, I, it, it's it's a wonder. Is it a wonder of the world? It's wonderful, and it's in the world, so I'll say it is. So, I mean, that's what I would recommend if, like, you're just here and that's all the time you're going to be here. I would recommend that. Woof! Wolfie agrees. But yeah, I don't have much... Uh, don't have much specific about, like, in the actual city of Phoenix, which is fairly large and spread out. I mean, there's there's some hiking and, and little mountains in here, like Camelback Mountain, uh, which is a pretty strenuous climb, but, but also pretty crowded and in the middle of the city because of that. But, yeah, I mean, I'd recommend searching the surrounding areas to do the, the, the hiking, the, the natural stuff. I mean, there's even some cool vantage points you can get of the city from outside uh, the city, from, from being up on the mountains and things. So yeah, that's, that's probably what I would recommend. I suppose it would just depend. I mean, if you're here for food or whatever, I could recommend some rec restaurants or whatever, but uh, yeah, for myself, that's what I would do. All right, Wolfie. Nope. All right. Uh, Wolf. Yeah, there it is. Uh, let's see. What else? Woo. Watch a step. Watch a step. We haven't found any spawners in a while, have we? Just noting. Oh, God. Um, oh, speaking of haven't found any spawners, that sounds like a spoiler spawner. But I don't see it. So it doesn't exist. Although it is very clearly just on the other side of this wall. Hold on, hold on. Just because I mentioned... Yep, there it is. All right, well, I see it now. And and I have to, just because I was just, like, taunting the game. Like, where's all the spawners? You haven't given me any spawners recently. Uh, Wolfie? All right. Hey, Wolfie. Oh, there. Where? What? Where? Oh, you're under the tree. All right, get out of under the tree. How about you just sit right there? That's a good job. All right, let's explore the spawner really quick. Let's see if... 
Perhaps there's a golden apple on the inside. Perhaps not. Oh, this is too close, so I'm gonna take damage. Uh, let's actually get rid of that. So many spoilers. You're dead! It's probably all up on the ceiling as well. Whoa! Ah! That one just spawned. Oh, is this a double spawner? What's going on over there? Oh no, it's just... Your, uh... Your typical cave. Let's do this. Just for safety's sake. Alright, what do we got in the box? Uh, wheat. Ooh, bread. Good thing I don't need to make that bread. Ooh, can we do some some fun stuff? Whoops. Alright, let's do that. Ah, oh, no fun stuff. I thought I was gonna have enough gunpowder to set off some celebratory fireworks for reaching the goal that we set for ourselves, but guess not. Some string. I'll carry it with me just in case, but I don't think we'll find anything. I checked both, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Maybe we can ride a pig. Alright, so... Now I hear zombies, so uh, we're gonna get Wolfie. And continue on. That was a fun little detour. Huh, huh, huh. Uh, oh gosh, there's like so many questions. I should probably go through these and order them in a, I'm trying to like make sure there's a theme, you know? I always try to group them cavalry together. But uh, it's not working when there's just a massive wall of text to look through. All right, middle of the day. Trake, frequent donor to Child's Play Charity and long-term Farlander. Asks, I was thinking about the hidey hole paradox, and it seems to me to be similar similar to the time travel mechanic used in the film The Butterfly Effect, where you go back into your own body at an earlier time. It is my favorite time travel film, along with the independent film called Primer. Just wondered if you had a favorite time travel film. Uh, I've never seen Butterfly Effect. Uh, I'm afraid, and I've never seen that other one, Primer. Um, well, obviously you can't ignore Back to the Future, but that's a little bit of a given, isn't it? Um, recently, I mean, even though overall the film, specifically the ending of the film, the uh, Interstellar, the Interstellar, Interstellar, I, I really, you know, there's the whole space flight travel element that obviously grabs my attention. Uh, but uh, that was a realistic-ish portrayal of actual possible time travel. You know, there's no fancy time travel machine or anything like that. That that had to be invented out of thin air or explained with 1.21 gigawatts of power. Uh, that that is actual literal time travel. That theoretically relativity happens in the actual universe. And look at us! We're riding a pig, riding a pig 
in in somewhat of a celebration of raising fifteen thousand dollars for child's play charity. <laughs> the Kurt Tat Initiative has been uh, achieved. Perhaps I should get a tattoo of a pig with a saddle on it. No, no, that would be obscure. <laughs> that would be really obscure. Oh, how do you get off? How do you? Oh, yeah, click on him. All right. I'm playing too much of the current version of the game. All right, see you later, pig. Enjoy your saddle. You will be the the envy of all the other pigs for all of eternity. Oh, how about I commemorate this commemoration by putting down a sign. Boop. Get back here, pig. Ah, oh, well, he's gonna wander. Uh, how about fifteen thousand dollars for child's play? Oh! Alright, I'm gonna have to have a grammatical faux pas there. Kurt J. Tat. And this is, uh, episode 544. Woo! And there's the pig with a saddle on him. Alright, continuing on. So, yeah, I would probably say for the most realistic portrayal. I liked Interstellar, what with gravity wells and uh, supermassive black holes and stuff. The the mechanics of it all, the mechanics, the orbital mechanics, and then of course, like I said, just story-wise, the the final act was uh, quite weak in that regard. Uh, but overall, I enjoyed it. I think I don't think I've watched many other movies or films with a a time travely theme to them that I can really say that I can uh, appreciate. Looper, Looper was good. That was time travel-y. But again, that was kind of a fantastical, futuristic. We've invented this non-inventable machine to, to make time travel possible. And really, time travel was kind of it was part of it, but it was kind of just supplementary to the to the to the plot and the storyline. I, I feel, uh, but yeah, that one I enjoyed. That was an enjoyable watch, right, Wolfie? Watch out for those cactus; they're floating. But uh, yeah, thank you uh, for the donation and the question. Yeah, I guess the Heidi Hole paradox is a little bit weird. Not so much time travel. I mean, the time still has passed. That's more of that's almost. Uh, Teleporty, or you know, where you, you teleport yourself, but everything else duplicates. It's it's a very strange thing to consider in real terms, I guess. Uh, what am I trying to do? I'm trying. Oh, did I forget? Oh, there, it's right there. I thought I forgot my workbench. Oh, let's. What am I doing? I grabbed that for a reason. Let's eat it. Let's make some beds for the next episode. Uh, oh yeah, uh, 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 programming note. Uh, no, wait, is there? Maybe not. There might not be. Hmm. Uh, I I have uh, whatnot for the for the holiday family coming in over the weekend, so I'm not sure if there is going to be a Tuesday episode. Maybe when it when is? Hold on. Thursday. Okay, so Thursday. So yeah, there might not be a Tuesday episode. It depends. But no promises in case there isn't. Uh, that's the reason. 
but there will be next Thursday. And also, same same goes for Twitch Tuesday, will be happening on Thursday, which happens to be New Year's Eve. So, look forward to that. And once again, thank you everybody for your very generous generosity and uh, charity giving and far landing to Child's Play Charity to reach this goal much sooner than I ever thought possible. Uh, I very much appreciate it. And uh, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep making the spicy meatballs and keep donating to the Child's Play Charity, eh? What's the matter, you? <laughs> I don't know why so often that happens, but uh, I often go into the uh, Italian uh, pasta chef voice, pizza chef voice. Uh, but uh, but yeah, farlandsabels.com. Keep donating to Child's Play Charity. I do appreciate it. Once again, can't say that enough. Totally caught me off guard, but it shouldn't, yet it still does, and uh, you guys did that all yourselves. So, farlinesabust.com, Child's Play Charity, Farlinesabust, Kurt J. Mack, Kurt J. Tat, Wolfie, Spider Spawner that we had, Pig with the Saddle, that, that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> Everybody, have a good weekend, thank you so much for watching, I will see you next time! <laughs> Ah, I'm a grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>